So teaching your kids that selling is not sleazy is critical because they should not be just a cog on a wheel their whole life. They should be taking action, listening, asking questions, persuading. Like you're going to be persuading your whole life. All right, everybody, welcome back to Smart Money Parenting. We got a good one for you today. Stop telling your kids that selling is sleazy. That I like this title. I, I love like this. this. This is going to be good, man. I Everybody sells. Like, this is the thing, Chad. Everybody sells. Whether you're in a sales position or not, you're trying to get your ideas out. You're trying to get a job. You're trying to figure out what the teacher needs. You're trying, you're selling. You're selling, whether it's a paper or a project or a job or a task or yourself. So my, my seven-year-old Beckham, Scott, well, we're staying in the dorms of a college at this father-son retreat. And he says, dad, was I good enough yesterday to have ice cream today at lunch? And I said, absolutely, man. You, you were great yesterday. You went to bed on time. You were just tried your best in all the activities. And he said, if I make your bed, can I have ice cream after dinner also? <laughs> And I was like, whoa, look at you, man. He literally proposed a way for him to get ice cream after lunch and dinner. And I was like, shoot, like, I don't want you to have ice cream twice. You've already been eating, you know, off. off. Yeah, a lot of junk, a lot of candy with all these boys in the dorms. And I was like, you know what? If you make both of our beds and you have a great attitude, then yes, you can have ice cream after lunch and dinner. And he was like, yes. You know, and I was like, that was a sale. You know, that, that was a sale. So, I mean, what, what are sales, what is selling and sales in your mind? Why, why do people have such like an aversion to that, Scott? They, because it's hard. I think a lot of people, or they've been sold before. Yeah, no one likes feeling sold to, obviously. No. They, they feel like they got this high pressure. They got some gimmick. They got tricked into something. They lost money on something. They got pushed into something. Um, that's not selling in our mind though. I mean, that's like, forcing or bribing or coercing people. Right. But what we're talking about, you know, the core of this idea of selling is figuring out what somebody else wants or needs and solving that problem for them and helping them. That That's, feels different. That feels when you say it like that, that feels different. Yeah. I just sold you on it. So <laughs> well done, but, but nobody wants, to, you know, people want to buy things that help their life, um, but they don't want to be sold on stuff. They don't want to be tricked into something. And I think the real, the real core, if you understand, you know, I've trained hundreds and hundreds of salespeople. It's not about like nailing the pitch necessarily. It's not about like coercing somebody or tricking them into giving you money. The point what, that we're talking about, about sales is diving deep into somebody else's DOS. We talk about this, the D-O-S, right? right? From Dan, Dan Sullivan and strategic coach have taught us a lot about DOS. Yes. If you can truly understand the customer's dangers, if you truly understand their opportunities that they want to pursue and you, and you understand their strengths that you can catapult, right? This dangers, opportunities, strengths. If you can figure that out and really know the customer or know anyone you're talking to or your employer to get a job. You can sell yourself or the, the opportunity in a way that really, really does help them. Not just like the idea of it, but actually help them. And I love business that does that. I love it when someone comes to me as a business owner and they're like, you have this problem. 
here's what I do to solve this problem. And here's how I can de-risk it for you. Here's how I can show you the practical results from it. Let's it makes you feel, it makes you feel understood, right? I mean, that's that's the difference. That's right. It's not this like for 18 easy payments of $49.99, you can have this beautiful life. It's like, no, I love this idea of okay, what do you need? What right. do you what do you want? What makes your life better? How can I help you? And then, okay, here's something I've seen that's worked for this, this, and this. Here's the results of it. Here's what we can try for you. If you're interested, it will help your life in these ways if we do it this way. And they go, when can you start? When can we start, right? Like with Gravy Stack, for instance, you know, we're not trying to be like selling anybody. For goodness sakes, we have scholarships available if you can't afford the darn thing. Because we want everybody to learn these good money skills, to be ready to succeed in the real world. And we want to free up parents. Parents are really busy. They have a lot of going on. They have a lot of stress. They have a lot of worries. They have a lot of just chaos going on. And we're trying to give them a simple strategy to get their kids to succeed, to press them. And, and they don't know how to set up. Parents don't know how to set up the home economy. Like, how do I pay my kids? What do I pay them for? What's the easiest way to do it? When should my kid get a debit card? Like, we're, we're trying to solve those issues in a really easy, practical way for the parents and a fun way for the kids. Like, I think kids, have all, they can all relate to going into a store and some high-pressure salesperson is walking up, like, following mom or dad around, like, hey, what can I get for you? What can I help you with? And you can tell they're just, like, pushy. There's a door-to-door salesman who's pushy. Uh, for adults who've been in a timeshare presentation, that's pushy. Like, you're not getting out of this dark room until you sign on the dotted line. It's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. I don't even go to those things. I don't care what free goodies, you know, they're handing out. I'm not going. No, thank you. Or the car salesperson. Oh, yeah, the car salesperson, for sure. They do not let you leave without the hard sell. And, you know, a hard sell is a a tough one. Like, those are frustrating. You know, I'm a a people pleaser. I think I, I don't, you know, I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. And I think people can prey off of that. Right. So, you know, what we're trying to do is like, how can we be a tool to help? How can we be a tool to give people peace of mind, to make their lives easier and better? And that's what really selling should be at its heart is like a kid has to learn how to present my ideas yes. in a way that is engaging and um, inviting to somebody else. Right. They're, they're going to be selling their whole life. They're selling their teacher on what grade they deserve. They're selling potential colleges on why they should be admitted. Everything they do, they're actually trying to persuade people to make decisions, perhaps in their favor, perhaps in the favor of someone else. But if you if you look at it from the standpoint of like you're learning to be a good listener, you're asking great questions, you're making decisions to help solve problems, then selling, that's all selling is. Yep. So teaching your kids that selling is not sleazy is critical because they should not be just a cog on a wheel their whole life. They should be taking action, listening, asking questions, persuading. Like you're going to be persuading your whole life. Yes, that's, that's really what it is. And you have to learn to think about it from somebody else's point of view. You know, that's this is why. One. Explain is- that. Explain that one. That's a good one right there. That's a good statement. The right kind of salespeople that I admire right? And, and really any entrepreneur is a salesperson at the end of the day, anybody who's, you know, in a company trying to get their projects through, they're in a sales position. They're in a right. persuasion position. Yes. Somebody who's trying to get the job, 
They're in a, pers- a persuasion position. They have to show value and, and, and create results. And, and you can only do that by thinking about what the other person needs, right? If I can put myself in the other person's shoes, then I can do the DOS. I can say, okay, thinking from this person's perspective, which is empathy, true empathy is putting yourself in someone else's shoes. And I can That's say- the hard part though. I don't, I don't think everyone understands that. Like w- you have to be really thinking, what do they want? What yes. do they need? Yes. What's their issue? If I were going in as them, what would they hope to get out of this meeting or this conversation? Yep. And, and this point here is like, if I am having real empathy and I'm really thinking about somebody else's dangers and their opportunities or their strengths that I can help with or th- problems they have or ways to solve it, that is an incredible service to somebody else to have empathy for them and help them solve a problem in their life. That is an incredible way of looking at the world. And so this is why we got to stop having this idea of selling and sales and being a bad word. It, it's, right. it's really not at the heart of it. It's a great thing to help other people's lives get better. And if you're trying to sell something that doesn't help their lives get better, quit your job. Don't yeah, there you do go. that anymore. Yeah, if you're, se- if you're selling something you don't care about or you don't believe in, then stop. But like, think about from a sports perspective, Scott, you're selling your coaches and your teammates why you deserve playing time on the field or on the court. Like yep. you're by the way you practice, by the way you hustle, by the way you engage with your teammates and your coach, do you show up on time? You are doing a form of persuasion and selling just by playing any kind of sport. So help your kids understand that persuading, selling, whatever you want to call it, like there, there's an important aspect to this that's going to affect every area of your life. If you're a terrible communicator, and you never think about things from another person's perspective, you're always just thinking about yourself and the world revolves around you, you are going to have a tough life. Like you are not going to get much of what you hope to get. That's just the way it is. You want to hear the story of my first job out of college? Let's hear it. It's really good. So I went to Acton. Uh, It's one year entrepreneurial school down in Austin, Texas with the great Jeff Sandifer. It was all about like, 300 real world case studies, all this practical, like building of businesses. It's a one-year deal, a hundred hours a week. Incredible school, incredible, hard to get into school. It was incredible. I mean, literally, literally it was like self-selecting out. They, they went from 2,500 applicants to 35. That's the only wow. ones that got in. And if you passed, it was free. And if you failed, it was 50 grand check. And a that's, third, a, that's a test. And a third of us, so 12 of the 35 had to fail. Because we were ranked. It was a crazy, it was like the apprentice on steroids. That's awesome. And, and when I graduated from that program, I did really well in the program. I was ready to go. I had a couple of businesses I want to do. And I approached Jeff, who's my mentor. And I said, Jeff, what, do, what would you advise me? What do I do now? Like, what's your thoughts? I'm spinning on some ideas. I, I'm, I want to launch them. And he goes, here's an idea. Go take six months and sell the hardest thing that helps people, but the hardest thing you can find, go take six months and get beat up. Interesting. Do a thousand cold calls, talk to a thousand different people, learn how every business works, like figure out something that would be the hardest thing you can imagine to sell. And for me, I found a barter company out of Seattle when I moved back, it's where my family's from, uh, called Biz Exchange. And it was basically getting business owners to join this network to trade their extra goods and services in the network for fake money, fake money, monopoly money. So they pay like $800 to join this network. 
And then what we would, the help them, yeah, we would help them like trade their excess, you know, gift cards for the restaurant or excess marketing materials and time selling their private or legal services or bikes at a bike shop that they weren't selling. They would move them in the network to get fake money and they would use that fake money to offset cash expenses. So I like, let's say I'm a restaurant. I could join this barter network and I could get my, most of my restaurant built and furniture and painting and drywall and like all this stuff and marketing to get people in the door for fake dollars. And all I give is like gift cards for the rest of the people in the network to bring their families in on trade. Wow. So, and I save cash because I'm not using cash and I'm just using right. the variable cost of my products I'm selling. So for like, so it's a really interesting idea, but I had to sell people on fake money and it was very hard. You know, it was like I, the most meetings anyone had ever gotten in the first month was like 10 and I got 35 cold call meetings, which took thousands of cold calls and all these conversations and by the fourth month, I was just like rocking it. I got the best clients in the deal. I brought in Kimpton Hotels. I brought in these like multi-million dollar plumbing deals for the network. It was crazy. And it was very hard. But I learned like, because I did believe it was going to help them. I mean, my average client was saving like 50 grand cash in their business, like real quick. So so, so what do you think the key to teaching kids about well, listen to this, from listen that to experience? This. Like what's, tell me the so, success keys. Here's how I got the job. You ready? Yes. I walked in cold to this company in Seattle. And this is how I've gotten every job in my life. I studied the business for like two weeks. Every hole, every issue, everything about their business. And I walked in and I said, here's a problem in your business that I don't think you guys are solving. And I want to do it on commission. I want you to take the risk on me to solve this issue. They weren't going after the right clients. They weren't solving these holes and I studied them. And I walked in and I said, I want this and I think I can solve your problem. Give me three months and if I'm not cutting it, cut me. But do it on commission so that, you, that I take the risk, not you. So you're basically betting on yourself that you could help them. Yeah, and I sold them on the idea and in a 10 minute conversation, they hired me on the spot. Wow. And they even threw in like a $3,000 minimum salary on top of it, just because they liked it so much. I That's sold awesome. them this complete stranger walking into a business and no meeting. I just walked in. That's amazing. Said, no appointment. Yeah. No interview schedule. Nothing. Nothing. Walked in, said, I have a, you have a problem in your business. I can solve it. And they hired me on the spot. And within two months, I was the top salesperson in the business. And, you know, doubling my income every month. It was crazy. And then, really some, cool. then there was a wild thing that happened that I didn't, I don't, I'd rather not talk about, but I had to leave the business because I was like, yeah, this is, I don't want to add this kind of value to people. So I ended up launching my own companies from then on out. But this, the selling skills I learned was so critical. I, I would walk into entrepreneurs offices and just say, I can solve this problem for you. And I see this issue with you. And if it's something you want to take a bet on, I'll do it without risk to you. Like, let's go. And they're like, almost every time, let's go. Yeah. yeah. So I've run my life that way. And, and kids need to understand that idea. You're going to be selling yourself no matter what, even if you're not in a sales job. And so starting in the home, kids can learn to sell. You know, we've done this at the business fairs for a decade. When a kid makes something with their hands, soap, slime, 
paper airplanes, brownies, cookies, whatever it would be, or going next door and walking the dog like, like your son's doing. That is a way to sell yourself and actually earn business. And I talked to Jeff about it years later. I was like, why did you do that? Why did you tell me to do that? He's like, because if someone can learn to sell, they can do anything they want in life. So true. If you can learn to sell and learn to like understand and have be empathetic to other people, you'll be able to figure out ways to add value for the rest of your life. And that is a critical skill. You've got to get that skill of listening, questioning, observing, and thinking about how can I help this person get what they need and want? I mean, that, that's literally what it is. So I think sometimes a lot of parents who are not involved in sales or entrepreneurship, they might see it as they might tarnish what sales is, but without realizing that sales is a part of every single day of your life, everything you're doing. You're selling like, can I, can I go play with my friends after I finish my homework? You say that after I finish my homework, cause you know, mom or dad is going to say, wait a second, are you done with your homework? Did you clean up your room? So like you're, you're involved in selling and whatever you're doing. That's right. And I think it's important that we teach kids to really value the experience of learning about how I could like your book, value creation kid. How can I be valuable, valuable? What can I do that is benefiting other people? And if you do that enough times and you learn how to do that, then you can really achieve anything you want. And that's, that's an exciting thing if you teach it the right way. You know who the best salespeople are in Gravy Stack? Who? Customer service. There you go. They are talking with customers all day, every day, trying to learn their problems, how to solve their issues, how to help them grow. And they're the best, most empathetic people in our business. And we, we hire for that. We want them to be great at customer relationships and helping solve their problems quickly and efficiently. And every, you can, I could do the same thing all the way up, whether it's coders, financing, executive leadership, the sales and marketing team, everybody is selling their ideas. They're helping be empath empathetic and learning to solve people's issues all the time. That's what the business world requires. And so we want you guys to learn this stuff. Don't have sales be a cuss word in your home. It's not sleazy when you do it the right way and you be empathetic and solve problems. So that's what we're giving you guys today. Hope it helped. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can go to Smart Money Parenting and leave us a question. We'd love to talk about it on the show. And uh, if you guys want to get Gravy Stack again, go to gravystack.com slash smart for Smart Money Parenting. You can go there and you guys can sign up and get going and help your family gain good money skills for the rest of their life. I think that's it. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Thanks, guys. Bye. It takes more than money if you want to succeed. You gotta know what to do with it. You gotta take the lead. You gotta give them confidence. You gotta make them smart. If your kids are gonna thrive, now's the time to start. Smart money parenting.